Welcome, Bouncer Backers, to this week's episode of Bouncing Back Stronger, the podcast where we explore the incredible power of resilience, personal growth, and triumph over adversity. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Vasquez, and I'm thrilled to embark on this transformative journey with you. Whether you're seeking inspiration, guidance, or simply reminded that you're not alone on your journey, Bouncing Back Stronger is here to support and empower you. We believe that every setback is an opportunity for a comeback, and every challenge is a chance for growth. Let's go. And welcome back, Bouncer Backers, (laughs) to episode three of Bouncing Back Stronger. So... Are we on a roll? I'm starting to relax and actually settle in a little bit. And this podcast is pretty much taking over me right now. Everything I see, everything I watch, listen to, people I meet, I often think I could share this or this will make a great topic or this is so interesting or even maybe you could come on. So today we're delving into the fascinating world of fear and how it influences our lives. You may remember back to episode two of avoidance, and we did touch on fear a little bit, but we're going to go a bit deeper today. So fear is what we call a complex emotion, and it affects us all. And understanding its nuances can help us overcome its grip. So before we begin, I'd like to take a moment to think about what fear means to you. What have you or are you afraid of? Is it changing jobs? Is it going to a new event, moving abroad, breaking up? What's held you back? Did you overcome your fear? How? And was it worth it? I know for me recently, I've had an overwhelming sense of fear around network marketing. (laughs) Yeah. I had an opportunity to join Reminiscence, a company with products that I'd started to use for my overall health and well-being. Products that I recommended to others, including my clients. So if I could recommend them, why was I so afraid to sell them? Maybe some listeners here are thinking of doing network marketing or perhaps you're not because fear is holding you back. i tell you why it was holding me back. So, okay, first of all, I've told you about my fear of social media. But then on top of that, I have to say, I'm not a natural salesperson. So even though I was given recommendations and people asking me how to buy it, well, then comes in judgment. Well, what from? Who was I afraid of? Was I afraid of being vulnerable? Was I afraid of people saying no? Hmm. Yeah, let's come back to that, hey? So we all know, don't we, that fear is useful. I mean, it alerts us to, you know, potential dangers and redirects our attention to important issues. While I think fear is just really unpleasant, it does serve a purpose in our life. So, for example, if we were in the path of, let's say, a very, very hungry, fierce-looking wolf, fear would compel us to take immediate action. I'm not sure what I would do. (laughs) I think I'd freeze and he'd have me for lunch. (laughs) But think about it. The things we fear most are not necessarily the most dangerous to us. Research in psychoanalysis has shown that our fears often focus on exaggerated or unlikely threats. (laughs) Does network marketing spring to mind? I mean, we may fear snakes and airplanes, but statistically, do you know what? A sedentary lifestyle 
an unhealthy diet, that poses a greater risk to our overall well-being. Scary does not necessarily equate to dangerous. Interestingly, did you know what we think we fear is often not the true source of a fear? Does that make sense? Our apparent fears are like often manifestations of the fear of the fear itself. We are not comfortable with the bodily sensations, you know, where perhaps, I don't know, your heart gets faster or, you know, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. We also get really troubling thoughts associated with fear. And so this is a bit woo-woo, but we become the actual objects of our fear. So I think that we need to understand this approach to fear with a more informed perspective. Yeah. I mean, avoiding and running away from our fears only reinforces the cycle of fear. Just as we may turn to substances to alleviate distress, being there, avoiding behaviours provide temporary relief from fear. But we all know, probably me better than some, that these behaviours make the fear worse. It just leads to a loss of control and really negative consequences in our lives. It's important, I think, isn't it, especially for me, that avoidance is just a temporary solution. (laughs) It only really increases the problem. So it's best not to avoid and to confront the fear, like head on, like the hungry wolf. Fear at times has consumed me. And I'm from talking from definitely experience and training. I mean, I think what I've kind of been reading up about and myself, that there's three main things that stop us. Fear of failure. Yep. Fear of success. Mm, Not really. And fear of judgment. Definitely. Which one are you? I mean, I am afraid of failure, but I'd probably rather just have a go. Probably I'm more judgment. Think, you know, you're too busy caring what people think. And I think many of us are like that, to be honest. But why? I don't get it. You know, and here I am doing a podcast. So I guess you just have to get on with it. But how do we do that? Well, I like that this idea that you should do a risk assessment, like a factual thing, you know, rather than just solely relying on our fear response, our emotions. Through research that has suggested that fact-checking is really important when evaluating these potential risks. I guess, what's the pros? What's the cons? Being quite logical about it, you know. So, you know, like, why am I afraid of no? The word no, the answer no from somebody. Do I have any evidence for all of these no's? And for one person who could say no, one person could say yes. Number two, breaking free from the habit of avoidance is crucial. This one's for me. (laughs) Avoidance just perpetuates the fear, doesn't it? Just reinforces the underlying anxiety and those negative thoughts. And this could feel, you know, we feel really stuck. And then we're likely to procrastinate. Me being not doing anything at all, hiding, running away. But really, guys, by accepting the discomfort, sitting in it and 
tolerating the unease because it is temporary. We just need to keep reminding ourselves of that. We can actually build resilience and reduce this grip of fear on our lives. You know, this could be difficult, but over time we're building a habit. And I'm going to tell you something really honestly, because nobody's perfect. This is something I am still working on. While acknowledging our feelings is important, relying solely on emotions for decision-making is bad. We are aware of this. When we are afraid, we become irrational and our fears become all over the place. Current insights emphasize the significance of considering other sources of information. So evaluating our values, our goals, and seeking the voice of reason will enable us to make better decisions that are not solely driven by fear. Talk to someone. I mean, blimey, my poor husband, Mike, he has me chewing his ear off all the time. (laughs) But I do that because he does give me a different perspective. It's like a, aha, I didn't think of that. So just talking about our fear can help us to see more clearly and logically. Did you know that research also highlights the importance of cultivating courage, curiosity, and caring in our approach to fear? Courage is a biggie because it becomes our guiding force. It enables us to grow. I mean, this always brings me back to the lion in The Wizard of Oz. You know, just think about him for a moment. Throughout their journey, the lion, he does repeatedly confront his fears, doesn't he? You know, when he's facing the witch's guards, can you remember? Or, I know, crossing the treacherous fields of poppies. Now, despite his initial hesitations, he ultimately exhibits bravery because he protects his friends and he willingly puts himself in harm's way, doesn't he? In the end, which I love, The lion discovers that he has this courage within himself all along. He's bounced back stronger. The journey to see the wizard merely serves as means for him to realise and embrace it. Go lion. So his transformation from a timid and self-doubting creature to a courageous and confident lion emphasises the idea that courage, wait for it, quote, is not the absence of fear but more the ability to face and overcome it. I mean, just look at children. How inquisitive are they? Always curious. I love it. My son, who is five, he allows me to reframe fear as an opportunity to explore and to learn. I recently did a post, actually, where my son was learning to walk when he was just a baby. Where does the time go? He fell and he fell, but he kept getting back up. He was afraid. He's just going to go another step. He's just going to go and try again. I think that's really important for us to consider. Perhaps it's just taking that first step. And then being compassionate towards ourselves. We must nurture ourselves and, and those meaningful relationships around us and definitely doing things with purpose. This is the very foundation for resilience in that face of fear. So with all this in mind, go back to what I first asked you in the beginning and reflect on what you're afraid of. So if you're sitting at home, okay, get a 
you know, a piece of paper, like a journal or something, a pad and a pen, and you can start writing, you know, writing this down. If you're listening in the car, please don't do that. <laughs> but, you know, just really take it in and perhaps you can journal it later or think about it later. So start by recognising that it's okay to feel afraid. Sit in it. But just don't let the fear paralyse you from taking action. And instead, focus on the potential negative outcomes or what could go wrong. So what are the positive outcomes? What could go right? You know, remind yourself of the opportunities and the growth that can come from taking action. If I've allowed fear to paralyze me, I certainly wouldn't be sitting here right now. And I certainly wouldn't be on social media. And I no way will be doing network marketing. So we've got to break the task or situation into small and manageable steps. Tackle one thing at a time. It becomes less overwhelming and more achievable. I do know that when I'm spinning too many plates, I have to take a step back. I have to write them down what's actually going on for me. And then it, it does become a little bit more, you know, easier to work through. And then what I love, you know, celebrate each small step you take. You know, people have been saying, well done, Sarah, you know, you started your podcast, great. And my initial reaction is to go, oh, you know, long way to go, blah, blah. Constant putting myself down. Actually, I started it four months ago. I had no idea how to set up a speaker or, you know, a microphone or, you know, headphones or the platforms. So, you know, you've got to celebrate those little moments, those those little wins. You know, when I just first started out, actually, it was just a big piece of paper and a pen just to make a plan of action. So, The other thing I'd like you to think about is to then research and gather all the information related to your task or the situation. Knowledge is power. The more understanding you have, the more empowered you'll feel in making those decisions. Trust me. So now I'd like to think that you've got all your armor on, you know, you're ready for battle. You can reach out to your friends, your trusted friends, family members, or perhaps a therapist for impartial support or your husband, <laughs> and they can, they can provide you, can't they, with those valuable insights and advice and certainly the encouragement to help you overcome your fear and take those next steps. This is another podcast, but I'd like you to visualize yourself successfully there navigating the situation. You know, you've done it. Use positive affirmations to boost your confidence and reinforce a positive mindset. I certainly do this. You know, I am capable. I can handle this. I'll never give up. After all, just do it. Take action. Embrace the discomfort. And let's face it, it is only usually temporary. This helps me always actually just to think it's just temporary. It's just temporary. It'll blow over. Something else will come along. And like our lion, think remember that, quote, courage is not the absence of fear, but taking action despite fear. That's where your courage comes from. It's taking the action even though you're basically shitting bricks. So no matter what the outcome is, celebrate the fact that you took action. That was in your control. Anything not in your control, don't worry about it. I mean, I know it's easier said than done. I've spent many a night 
tossing, turning about a letter or, I don't know, a bill or something like that. But it's not going to get us anywhere, is it? It's not in our control. So we, why worry? We may as well just say what will be will be. And, you know, taking those proactive steps, making that progress, no matter how small, can reinforce a positive behaviour and it is motivating. It will keep you going. At the end of the day, you know, if you fail, you just get back up. You know, like babies, it doesn't matter. It's no big deal. So I'll leave it there. There's a lot there today. Remember, by understanding how fear relies on our emotions, take it out. Implement the evidence-based strategies. Reclaim your control. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me today. I do really appreciate it. Until next week, where I'll be sharing a listener's email in where she overcame a big setback. You've got to listen. Her story is really going to inspire you, even if you're just having a bad day. So if you got lots of value from today, please press follow and leave me a five-star review. Don't be scared. (laughs) And definitely, can I really ask you to send your emails in of a story, perhaps where you've bounced back stronger. I'd love to hear from you. And you can contact me either by my website, email, or any of my social media links, and they're all in the show notes. I know that we all have a story, and your story can be passed on to help others. So in the words of Maya Angelou, and still I rise. Till next time, bouncer backers, be strong. And that's a wrap for this episode of Bouncing Back Stronger. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insights to help you bounce back stronger in your own life. I'd love to hear from you, so please feel free to share your thoughts, insights or personal stories of resilience by reaching out to me via email or my social media channels in the show notes. I'll leave you with this. Resilience is a journey and we're in this together. Farewell for now, bouncer backers. And I look forward to seeing you all next week for more like this.